know that's what, what Bible means, right? Book. Book of stories. Book of stories. I thought it just meant book. Mm-mm. It means book of stories. God so damn it. Right there, let me know. Some of that shit might be based in fiction. <laughs> you know, people get offended when you tell them that. Don't think, but you know what offends me? People saying dumb shit like basic instructions before leaving Earth. You can make an acronym out of anything if you think along enough. I know, but I'm saying for some reason, when you're trying to have an intelligent conversation, and that's what a nigga come up with, that burns my ass. I never had a white person tell me that shit. It's always, you know what I'm saying, somebody My problem with it was that I didn't want basic instructions before I left Earth. You kind of want to know why you're here, right? (laughs) The whole thing was just, just niggerish. Mm. You know what I'm they don't want to hear you say that either. I mean, he was like, I don't know, what did he say? Like, it's nigger culture? I don't know, but it was, you know, it was just wild, you know what I'm saying? To see this eight year old mind put that shit together, you know? But yeah. Well, you know that, that there's definitely a culture. Yeah, but for to have an eight year old saying, oh, that's nigger culture. That's maybe he's wise beyond his years and can identify early and don't fall into that trap. Oh, I know. I get that. He was watching that big job video. The whole man versus real nigga. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it was something that happened in that video that uh, he said he'd rather be a whole man than a real nigga. But I'm saying it was something that he was doing and describing to my son. Like, yeah, that right there, what he talking about? Nigga culture. You know. What? Well, and people don't, don't see that, don't understand. Maybe they want to refrain blind to it. I got a homegirl that's pissed off. She said every time something's going on politically, they always have a entertainment scapegoat to keep your attention divided. I said, well, shoes, if you look at the entertainment scapegoat that they're using, he's just a reflection of what's been going on to the black men. Here, I thought you were talking about Columbus Day or the 4th of July. Okay, I'm sorry. You're talking about a person. <laughs> Um, a society, the American male Negro. Like, I thought you talking about holding up some shit to be like, hey, look over here. Don't look at the real bullshit that's happening over here. Fireworks. Way to flag. Isn't it all fireworks, it. though? No. I run around sometimes telling people that I call them uh, imaginary people. This dude, one dude got offended at work. Imaginary? I said, man, yeah, if you think any of this is real, you're crazy. Everything's imaginary. But that might be too far out thinking for some people. Uh, yeah. You know, I get, I get, yeah. I mean, I get, see where you say it's imaginary. Like, I mean, how much do you really need clothes, shower curtains, you know what I'm saying, bottled water? Like, all these are all imagined comforts or, you know, imagined improvements in life. But then you always had an asshole that said, well, what about antibiotics? All right, go kill yourself, okay. And a couple of good things came out of, you know, the fucking atomic blast, the Holocaust, slavery. You see, that, and that's why I had got that, um, looked up that definition for Kesmic, because I had, I don't know where I've seen that it meant it was different than fate, because, okay, remember, the etymology is, uh, what was that? The Arabic? Oh, yeah, well, no, you Arabic. Name about six, you said Turkish, this. Yeah, mm-hmm. Turkish for Kesmic. But the synonyms were fate, destiny, fortune, providence, in the stars, God's will, 
it is written, one's portion, one's lot, one's doom. I like those last three because it's like you're given this portion. What are you going to do with it? And you could doom yourself with these portions and lots that they've been passed out. This allotment, you know, the people still thinking about 40 acres and the mule and reparations and all that shit. When it's just, I mean, if it ain't came, it ain't coming. I mean, I like it for different reasons. I like it for the the self accountability part of it. Oh yes, because um, the average person, the you know, in in America, you have some of the you know. Would you like some kismet? They're gonna be like, yeah, it's on the side. So, yeah. you can't you can't have too much of God's will. It's, it's uh, a burden for some people. You gotta you gotta at least know what a, a word means before you can deny it. You mm. know what I'm saying? Or deny its power. You gotta understand the the, the meaning, or know at least know the definition. And be like, okay, I heard you, I hear you, but not. Nah. So, you know. So that's what we done. We didn't took our kismet and we let the FBI listen to it, CIA, Girl Scouts. No, I, I thought it, it was the name of a hair company. I swear I done seen it in the Korean <laughs> shop. You know, kismet hair. <laughs> that's, some, that's some damn good hair. That's the special part set aside. That's me being funny. I say you ain't got that in the Korean <laughs> store. That's me, you know, nigger jokes. That's nigger culture, mom. Yeah. So... But um, I mean, that's a, see I me. Mean, I try to really refrain from using words that people are gonna turn around and ask me, well, "What does that mean?" Because if you know you're describing something technical or clinical in some in a discussion, and somebody asks you what that means, you probably could ex, you know explain that and keep the conversation moving. But when you're talking about somebody who doesn't give a fuck, that's not on self improvement. You know, you they ask you, you know, what it means. They don't really necessarily care, you know. And as soon as you tell them, you know, nine times out of ten, they're gonna tell you you're doing too much, you thinking too much, uh, some white folks shit, whatever it is. It means that they don't have to be responsible for increasing their vocabulary. Oh. That's why these podcasts, you know, what I'm saying, was, was, are difficult for me because I believe you can probably look at me and, and know what it is. So. If, I'd rather cut you than talk to you. No, yeah, I just assume you know, kid used to look at you. <laughs> That's how my, you know, I was raised. Same but, thing, same thing. I mean, you, meaning you gotta, you take the same energy. You still gotta get these people ready for those folks that you know don't care. Don't like. What was she saying about the narcissist, narcissistic people who? I mean, oh, they, shout out to Meredith Meredith Miller, Inner Integration. I guess How she was talking. Different. If you you dealing with these people with these huge egos, and they got to have everything their way. Um, I wish that, I feel that's the, how the cult start because you got to get everybody around you just doing what you want, how you want, when you want, and there's no objection to what you're doing. I'll take it a step further. What if somebody were to gift you with the cult? Because I feel Whoa. like that's what my mother did with my stepfather. She gifted him with the cult. Most people always think of people as creating cults, creating shit in their own image. But what about the past narcissist person, the past sociopath, the past uh, psychopath, the person that that forms a cult and, and gives it to you? 
so that you know, saying they have power over you, they have power over the masses, right? And just watch and see what you do with it. Not even that. Just I mean, in my personal situation, is you know, you gift the coat because you can't run it on on your own. So you gift it, and then to to someone who allows you to halfway hide under the aegis, you know, uh, of them, of the, the the facade of the of the cult. Oh like, wow! So, nah, you can't. We can't look a crown at on the, a clown. We can't look at putting a crown on. Well, you know, if we putting a crown on a clown, then we can't look at America. As a gifted cult by the, like the British Keyword to those colonizers. It's not an if. We were actually doing it. Look at oh, the okay. president. Okay. Not if. <laughs> gotcha. And, 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 on, and take it a step further. I know the why. Because we're a nation full of, of lazy bullies resting on our laurels. Mm, mm, mm. So how do we expel the lazy bully? Or is that even possible? Or is the lazy bully like a canker sore? It's just just rooted in the body. I think there's like all things in this world. They come in season. You know, like in San Antonio, like one year we had a shitload of crickets. One year it was a shitload of frogs. You know what I'm saying? One year it was a shitload of moth butterflies. So the way the shit was happening, every year, you know what I'm saying, the thing that was, you know what I'm saying, eating the thing before, they were the ones that flourished the next year. Mm. So if the crickets came and then the frogs, you know what I'm saying, ate real good because of so many crickets, but then the birds came around and ate real good because of so many frogs, they were eating on the crickets. You know what I'm saying? The shit is a, a cycle. So what God is telling me is that I need to eat everything. Mm-mm. I, I'm thinking that you need to, what's that fucking weight loss program? Weight Watchers? You have to keep track. Nutrisystem? I think it's Nutrisystem. But you have to keep track. So I'm thinking that, you know, you only get to eat a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of crickets, you know what I'm saying? Two ounces of alcohol a year, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. You, you got to catalog some shit. I don't know if gorging. You know okay, so I can't just gorge myself on the media and politics and. Of course shit. you can, but you have to. You can't, you know, trip when you land where you land. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, he told me not to use that that one name to upset the uh, the Muslims and have them jumping out on us. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I got my own situation. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, the police, you know what I'm saying? The gangbangers have to worry about the jump out boys. I just have to worry, you know, NBA players have to worry about jump offs. And then me, I'm just worried about people just jumping out. Man, I think the NBA players have it the easiest. They got to worry about jump out pussy. That's yeah, what they got to worry about. Jump off, jump out, yeah. <laughs> Them girls trying to come up. Rappers got a little bit more because they got to worry about that. These other niggas trying to steal their spot. Niggas want to test their gangster for real. I don't know. I think, the, the, you know what I'm saying, with all the rappers being like under five foot one, I don't think that they're dealing with the same, I mean, with the exceptions of two chains. I don't think that, you know, they're dealing with the same, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, there are a lot of short rappers. <laughs> I'm saying, it, you know, I just don't think, you know what I'm saying, 
you know, uh, Lil Wayne could probably give it to you, like, you know, uh, but LeBron or some shit. Like, How is this a fact that has uh, gone beyond our senses and Ken for so long? Or has somebody noticed that? There's a lot of sharp rappers. I'm starting to think about it. I've already figured it out two years ago. You know, give or take 10. It's, 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 I almost call them miniature men. These vertically challenged men tend to be the more animated in our community. Rarely do you find, you know what I'm saying, a 6'8 nigga that, you know what I'm saying, just can get on the dance floor, you know, or that, you know, can, you know, sing. And don't get me wrong, black people are multi-talented, this, that, but I'm talking about to the point to where like white people, you know what I'm saying, you know, give you the Sammy Davis Jr. Award, come here multi-talented Negro, I shall mm. give you a contract for life. You know, it, it just doesn't work that way. You know, it's, it's like a line, and, and it's a white man at the front, and everybody comes before. Uh, five one nigga go over here to the fields or sing. Uh, you know what I'm saying, six feet and above, you know, you fox and bite, throwing a ball. And it's, you just go, you know what I'm saying? If you look at it, it's been the, the same formula since the start of those minstrel shows when people, when the Caucasians were wearing the white, the black face. Yeah, can you say Chicken George? And now, as, as you can see, in hip-hop, the hip-hop culture, the ones that are successful, that, you know, even instant success or, you know, just passing out stuff, to people called up, invited in, are all the ones that perpetuate the stereotypes they want to see. Uh, yeah, so you want to see, or comfortable with, you know, and also keep, you know what I'm saying, general black masses uh, distracted, you know, keep your mind off of, uh, off of learning and elevating and just, you know, what can I do with a pussy and my dick? What somebody was man, I gotta go back into my books. The the opium or ma- the masses or something. I'm thinking of some, there's something in here I can't remember. I don't know. Speaking of opium, <laughs> you know, and the, you know, just you know, what we talking about there? Not talking about like talking about being laid up in the opium den. Yes, that damn dog. <laughs> yeah, I know it has something to do with the opium den and the dog. Damn. Man, that shows you how far you know, what I'm saying, and, and out of the regular scope, the, the conversations that we. I know you on. said that we were like it's like America's in the opium den, where you just laid up and somebody hands you the pipe. You don't even do any work. You just lay in there, yeah, and the yeah. pipe just comes to you. Mm-hmm. I definitely something about you, you. You might get so high in the opium den, you might get a dog to pipe. Was that what I'm saying? Yeah, passed him the pipe. Mm. I mean, so we done passed everybody the pipe now in this society. Everybody's smoking. Everybody's late. Who's passed? Who's providing the fucking opium? Nah, that's the million dollar question. Oh, I thought you were talking about not the opium. I know, <laughs> I know who's providing the opium. I thought you were going to ask who's holding the pipe. Yeah, okay. Well, who's holding the pipe? I mean, that's my first thought was who's holding the pipe. Then I went past that. Like, who the fuck got the opium? But then again, whoever was holding the pipe, they ain't smoking the opium because they couldn't be passing the pipe around. So they gotta go from mat to mat to mat of depression and you know just uh, schizophrenia. You know, 
I mean, like, do you go to the bathroom when you're in the ocean and then, you know what I'm saying? Do you just shit right there on the mat? I, I'm, if I'm about to tell you like this, that bowl or some shit, mm. my, my opium den experience is so minimal, has to be non-existent. Mine too, but <laughs> I, I mean, if I had, I've never been to Disney World, but if I had a chance and I got to choose between the opium den and Disney World, I'm going to the den. Ooh, interesting. Provocative. I, I, I can watch the fucking Disney World videos on YouTube. Yeah, I don't want to know what the opium den den smell like. I want to know who the fuck holding the pipe. Well, I mean, that you know what I'm saying. But you know, he probably don't even have a name. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He probably just walk around the opium like you know, you know that finger you hold up in church when you gotta get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's probably all he look for. That finger. And, and the, which is all that somebody laid out on the mat got energy to raise anyway. That's you know? it. And I don't think the person on the mat can care what your name is. I do know one thing. That's definitely his portion, isn't it? Yeah. He took that shit and run with it. But like, so like I said, I, I think of the opium den as like the ultimate in hospice. So some people want to go through, you know what I'm saying, the ward at the hospital where all the disabled vets are. Some people want to go to the opium den. You know, it does seem like a place to go and die. Yeah, you. I mean, the only person, and I don't even know if that's real, he's real, the only person I ever heard that, you know what I'm saying, go to the opium den and come out is Sherlock Holmes. He's the only motherfucker that frequency. You never hear about people so much as frequency in an opium den. So Roach will tell you, go in, but you don't come out. Hmm. You got to have superhero powers to make it out of an opium den. Well, Sherlock Holmes definitely has superhero powers. Yeah, he does. You know what I'm saying? God help us. He can read and write and deduce. <laughs> well, so, superpower. Well, you know they tried to keep because they tried to keep that from people. They, they tried. tried? To, okay, okay, okay. They kept it from people. Mm-hmm. I say try because you know people are being humans. Being humans, we industrious, and we have a drive. When we hungry, we are gonna find something to eat. See, that one, what came to my mind when you said humans are industrious, I was thinking like, you know, we might, you know, humans are industrious in a way that they invented cock rings to deal with premature ejaculation. I wasn't, you know, there's somebody was more lofty, you know what I'm saying, endeavors. Somebody was hungry. No, I mean, well, now we got to the point where everything's uh, handed to us. We, I, again, we in the den now. Society has just moved into the op- opium den to where there's, Nothing but frivolous innovations now. Yeah, including social justice words, warriors. You know what? Yeah, when you say that, I mean, this might be a little off subject, but that's what we do. I was watching a video. It wasn't really a video. It was on YouTube. Everything on YouTube is a video. Whether it's a real show, fake show, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, this chick was talking about she exercises with a butt plug. Mm. That came to mind when you started talking about. What? Wait a minute. Why would you even need to exercise with a butt plug? So when she said it, I thought it. You know, I I, I, went, I put my thinking cap on. So I started thinking like, you know, if humans get stressed. People start telling me, "Hey, you can stick a dime up your ass. You're so tight." So what if you know, what I'm saying out of all the muscles that get tight, your rectum gets the tightest. Like, uh, like it's got all your pain and, and suffering and this that, and the other. So. 
On one level, what do people say? Exercise, you know what I'm saying? Make you feel better, you know what I'm saying? Relax you. So now I'm thinking exercise and you put it to the 10th power. You, I guess you put a butt plug in there. You're doing some stretching on that side and on this side and, you know, I don't know. You just come off on a trim. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Make the world is yours. So, I it is the most under-relaxed re- muscle in the body. Yeah, so I'm, I'm saying all of that to say about, you know, exercising with a butt plug in the ass. When we need to do more. Regular old push-ups and sit-ups are not going to do it for us. You know, uh, if we're going to survive, you know what I'm saying, black America, you know, we're going to have to do calisthenics with a butt plug. Mm. You know, and some people are thinking, uh, no, nasty, never, or only in this situation, you know what I'm saying, you can't, that, that don't be the difference between failing and, you know what I'm saying, going on, because you got to be willing to do something extra, you know, the Jews are willing to do something extra, you know, I what mean, I, the circumcisions, no, 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 I'm talking about after, you know what I'm saying, they came out of that shit with Hitler, you know, they put things in place that basically mean never again. Yeah. We haven't done that. Oh. We're like deep. that. We're like the, 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 that group. I mean, we're like those kids that the parents, you know what I'm saying, for the first time said, you know, I'm going to leave you here at the house unsupervised, you know what I'm saying? Me and you, why don't you say your mama? Uh, me and, 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 and your daddy, uncle, brother, whoever the fuck you, we're going off, we're going to leave you here at the house. And you tell the house up having a party and shit. But, and, you know, what normally happens is that after the weekend, you get busted after we, you know, they come home, you get busted. Well, in black America, the parents still haven't come home. Mm, so we have, we have accepted what's going on. And just, uh, man, that, you know, you just shocked my whole mind with that week. Because you know what? The American Negro has not put anything in place. They're working on it. But maybe all the distractions are, is too many. Multitude. You can't work on it. You, when, when you are aware of a situation and it is contrary to your health, there's no working on it. You it's do or don't do. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, people call it, you know, cold turkey whip, but it's immediate. You stop. You stop on, your, on a dime, dead in your tracks. I mean, I mean, there's plenty of euphemisms. It ain't no, like, let's, you know, run some tests. Let's, you know, scope it out. Let's do some studies. There's it, no need to do a study. This shit fucks you up. What you gonna do about it? You gonna ignore it or you gonna keep going? You know, Black America is ignoring it. We've chose to ignore it for so long. Ignoring it has become part of the culture. Yes. I seen. I was talking to this guy and I was telling him, man, what you just said was like super racist. He's like, well, man, I don't care. You know, we got this going on, this and that, and this is so. And I like the definition of ignore the the root of it. Which is literally to not see. You know, it's not that you you choose to not see. Not see, not look. Whereas you can look. It is not it's not like the uh the ignorance. It's not like being stupid. It's not like being retarded or having the not having the ability to think, function, rationalize, see something, try to do something about it. It's that you have these abilities and you don't care. And that's where that's where we get ignorance from. I think ignorance goes beyond somebody being stupid or just uneducated. 
Because in this society, it's just been, ignorance has been pushed. It's like all the rage. It's, it's, it's what, what do they say? Fashionable. It's what's in. Being a, a real nigga versus a whole man. Yes. Mm. Um. And they've been going and going and going. 